1: And welcome back to Mads World. First up, thank you all so much for your amazing messages about last week's episode on my journey to sobriety. It was super rewarding to hear from you all about your challenges with drinking, your efforts to cut down, and your motivation to make a difference if you feel that alcohol is an issue for you. So that was really great. This week, we're discussing our holiday romance tales. We chat about some of the questions around this, like why do holiday romances always escalate so quickly? Are they love or lust? And can they ever be something more? Up next, you'll hear my chat with Luke about his experience with a holiday romance that didn't quite go to plan. However, before we jump into my interview with Luke, I wanted to share a story with you guys that I actually forgot about when I was talking to Luke. So... A few years ago, a good friend from home, let's call her Ariana, um, went on a Europe trip, so a couple of months around Europe and that sort of thing. And when she got back, obviously, she had, you know, the the travellers, um, the travel bug and everything. And she told us all about a, a little romance she had with a guy, let's call him Jack. Who she met in France and they ended up having a little rendezvous together. He drove her around in his car and um, yeah, they went and like looked at some really beautiful sights and everything and um, yeah, ended up like hooking up and and everything. So um, fast forward five years and I'm at a work party. Um, It's quite common in my industry to have a party with a few different companies and that kind of thing there. And I'd had um, one too many champagnes or Proseccos and ended up Um, vomiting all over the dance floor. So that was stunning work by me. Um, Anyway, I got chatting to a guy. He, I think he's from Belgium, but um, yeah, he, he was, he was able to speak French and everything. And um, we ended up sort of um, ended up seeing each other for a couple of weeks. We went on a few dates and were hanging out and that kind of stuff. And then, I ended up putting up a photo of Ariana on my Instagram story because it was a memory from a few years before. And Jack messages me and he says, I know that girl. And I'm like, no, you don't. She's from Australia. Like, t- it's so uncommon that you. there's no way that you would know this girl. And he's like, no, no, I know her. Um, she was travelling around a few years ago. I was in France. And I took her in my car and drove her around. Um... Yeah, drove her around and took her and had a little bit of a holiday romance with her. And I messaged Ariana and was like, you are not going to believe this. So yeah, now we're Eskimo sisters, which is quite cool. But um, anyway, so I hope you liked that story. But um, yeah, up next is my chat with Luke. So Luke is my gorgeous friend from Brighton who's moved up to London. I met him through Zaya, who I interviewed in a previous episode all about housemate dramas. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our chat. Hello, Luke.
2: Hi. <laughs> how you doing, babes?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Good, yeah, good. It's funny, you know. You know me. I'm a confident guy. Been a little bit nervous for this, you know.
1: Oh, that's totally normal. I'm sure by the end you'll be <laughs> you'll be all lubed up and ready to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well,
1: for everyone um, listening at home, let's get started with our speed date round so they can get to know a bit more about Luke. So, do you remember how we first met?
2: I actually do remember the first day that I met you. Obviously, I worked with Zaya, and coming back from an after being out on a night out, we came back and you were the new housemate. We were in really late, and she was like, "Come and meet Mads." And she was like, <laughs> "She was like, come upstairs." Came up to your room. And you had a certain gentleman caller in.
1: Did I?
2: <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay, a little bit of an awkward way to first meet someone, but I Love think that. me and you have come on leaps and bounds since then, haven't we?
1: I actually don't remember that. I was going to say the first time we met was when Zaya was doing my hair in your in your hair salon together when you were both working. But no, yeah, no, <laughs> clearly I ne- forgot I've the ne- first met you time.
2: That. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first week that you were you had landed. In a in that frightful house.
1: <laughs> it must have been my ex the same time um, when Zaya, yeah, same sort of thing Zaya was talking about as well. So...
2: Babe, it all links up.
1: It does, doesn't it? And how long have you been single?
2: Officially a few years, but, you know, in between then, you know me very well now. I'm a very free-loving kind of guy. <laughs> um, I think kind of like since started working in London the past couple of years, I've just been more focused on work, like... I mean, I've had Mm -hmm. six promotions in the last 18 months, which I think is pretty good. Um, But yeah, I kind of, I don't know, it's kind of just taken a back burner since moving up here. Like when I was, I come from Brighton, Mm -hmm. obviously, like, so when I was there, that was all I was focused on Mm -hmm. was like boys and booze. do you know what I mean? But since being up here, it's kind of like, you know, best revenge is your paper, right?
1: Yeah, it's weird. I think London is a little bit of a bubble and you can sort of, it's difficult to focus on a hundred things at once. And that's kind of what London offers you, isn't it? Mm, Exactly.
2: I think because there's so much going on and obviously like... You know, you're from you're from Aussie Ozzy. Like it's hard mm-hmm. because when you move to London, you're rather than focus on dating and stuff. I think you're more focused on the friends and the foundations that you have from when you're back home. Like and obviously. Like London's a bloody expensive city to live in. Like you've got to focus on work Mm. to be able to go out and do these things and, you know, have that dating lifestyle. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. And then um, how many relationships have you had in total? So obviously you've been single for two years now and had a couple of flings, but um, in terms of like serious relationships. Serious
2: relationships, like two official ones. One of them, so maybe three actually because one of them was like an old girlfriend.
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
2: Babe, yeah, both sides of the book, this one. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Not a gold star gay over there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I was trying to remember what that saying was about the gold star gay thing. I was like, I knew, I knew you were going to know it.
1: <laughs> I think, it, I think a gold star gay is if, um, is if you've never slept with a girl or kissed a girl, and then a platinum gay is if your mum had a cesarean so you've never touched a vagina. <laughs>
2: God. <laughs> well, no, my mum definitely. I came out.
1: So heavy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um but yeah for that just kind of like a couple of like you know monthly flings over summer some of them maybe that lasted a month too long if you know what I mean
1: cool and then how often would you say that you go on dates so
2: this one for me is I just I hate dating I it's just yeah I just it's just not for me you know obviously COVID's like ruined us this year because normally like you know you're in Brighton you're in the you're on the mm. beach you know you're out at all these like cool venues around London and like dating for me I would rather go out and like get on a record all day and like meet people that way yeah. I just think I've just got this huge fear of not fear of dating but it's just where I'm so easy going I just think there's a lot of formalities when it comes to dating that I just doesn't really go along with me I just find it awkward like you know on like first dates and you're asking questions like, oh, why are you this way? Why are you that way? Like, do you think your parents loved you when you were kids? Like, I just, I hate, that's a direct quote from Leanne, my housemate as well. Like, (laughs) it just kills me whenever she comes up with it. But it's like... I just hate it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I know what you mean, the formality of it all. And I think Mm. in London you do have a lot of those opportunities to, especially in lockdown when we had a little bit of a break and we were allowed to go to the park, that's sort of where everyone was in big groups and getting all of their friends to meet up and meet each other and you can, yeah, sort of meet people through that way. I mean... Especially
2: for this year, like, you know, before that London, like you said, it's, it's a great opportunity to be dating and it's, you know, because there's so much cool stuff that you can be doing, like... And I think this Mm. year it's kind of changed the way that we do dating through, like, apps and stuff. But, like, this year, obviously, it's all about, like, going for walks. And you kind of – I think – everyone's probably seen a lot more of the like wildlife side of like Richmond Park and stuff this year.
1: It's 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 very challenging to go on dates and find all the cues that you'd normally mm. find on a date when you're drinking. And, um, yeah, now I've started dating my housemates. So I think I'm, I'm... Oh, my
2: God, we can say this on the podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, we can say it on
1: the podcast. <laughs> it's been announced. I know. So, yeah, I'm not looking for love in the same places that I was. No. So I think, yeah, I can definitely relate to your... Um... You'll,
2: uh, you'll love this. I've got like this theory, right? right when it comes to first dates because you know obviously the first date's supposed to be like the one that sets an impression sort of like leaves someone mm. thinking about you so I've got a theory right my first date mm. is always the zoo or the sea life center right <laughs> because I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you you avoid that awkwardness don't you like imagine this right? you mm. meet up with someone it's like hi how are you say so you're like You're just walking around looking at animals. Like, who doesn't like looking at animals? Do you know what I mean?
1: Love it. And you can see their favorite animal, and you can understand a lot from their favorite animals. Yeah,
2: and also, you can tell if someone's a psycho by by their favorite animal. Like, who walks into the arachnid, like, tent being like, oh, look at you, (laughs) you little, hi, you little cutie. Like, you'd be like, definite no.
1: Red flag.
2: Like, I had a date a couple of years ago that took me to the zoo, and, like, we drank, like, a bottle of vodka walking around, and it was just, like... Oh, my God. It was so easy then by the time you get around to doing the drinks you've already surpassed that awkwardness stage because it's kind of like when you're in the evening and you're in bars it's like you've already met them before
1: yeah 100% and you kind of you don't have to have that strong eye contact the whole time which is can be a bit intense for some people
2: exactly exactly and it's just a little bit more relaxed it puts you more on like a friend's basis because then it's like you're going to build something out of it
1: yeah no love that and um and lastly in our speed date round what's your usual type of guy
2: Like, rich? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like, for me, I'm kind of... It's changed so much over the past couple of years. You know, my first ever boyfriend was tattooed, pink hair, kind of, like, covered Mm -hmm. in piercings, had bite me, tattooed on the inside of his lip, kind of, you know. My mum is, like, a Polo Ralph Lauren woman, was mortified when I brought him home.
1: Oh, God.
2: But, yeah, so, and I kind of, like, went through my blonde stage. I think, for me, now, it's kind of... Because I'm so much more relaxed and focused on work, it's someone who is mm-hmm. also in that same kind of, like, motivated, kind of, you know, big dreamer, kind of, obviously still mm-hmm. tattered and tanned, But mm-hmm. I, I, I like the weirdos, Mads, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, like I love a
0: weirdo.
2: Who, <laughs> <laughs> I just like someone who, like, isn't too afraid to be, like, weird. <laughs> yeah to,
1: and to just like even just doing silly stuff like I know around our house you kind of someone will move in and you're acting all on your best behavior and stuff and then it gets weird and you start like jumping around like a monkey and like, like going <laughs> and,
0: Like
1: gets no. proper like, weird. you
2: know just someone who is not afraid to be that yeah. another thing is mm-hmm. like for me it has to be tall like yeah I come from a family of like seven tall brothers like yeah you know I don't know if you remember but in summer I dated that Little tiny Irish guy. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> Who turned out to
2: be sort of like a complete psycho. Like, definitely would be the type to, like, love the arachnids at the zoo. <laughs> like... <laughs> but I, d- I don't know. Not that I've got a thing against small guys, but I just think part of me thinks that a lot of them are mentally unstable to make up for their height.
1: <laughs> what do they call it? Small man syndrome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But... Who knows? I think it's gonna, you know, twenty twenty one is gonna be different. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're all hoping that I'm probably gonna have
2: to start going on more dates. <laughs>
1: yeah, hopefully we can. I mean, with this with this new strain, who knows? <laughs>
2: Oh, no. So I'm going to start holding auditions in my Instagram DM box.
1: Oh, that's a smart idea and hopefully the <laughs> podcast could, if anyone fancies Luke out there in the, in the world, <laughs>
2: just
1: reach out. Yeah. Maybe we can set you up.
2: Tell me your favourite animal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ask them straight up. Give them their own speed date round and you can ask them all about themselves. Oh, yeah, God, I'm going to have to take
2: a leaf out of um, Matt's World.
1: Love that. All right, well, so this episode I'm very excited to share with everyone is all about holiday romances. And so you've got a cracking holiday romance story which I thought I oh could throw God, over to you and I? and you God. could <laughs> you could share. Um, but yeah, over to you, Luke, and then um, we can have a little chat about it after and we've got some questions that everyone's submitted in about holiday romances. So take it away.
2: So God, thanks man. it was a nice little icebreaker at the start there. Um, <laughs> so Budapest, love of mm. my life. I've got a friend called Aggie who is I've actually I've got a link thinking about it, I've got a link you two up because you'd set it off like a house on fire.
0: Beautiful. Um
2: but we had both recently broken up with with guys like we were both respectively dating. Mm-hmm. And um we were kind of just like, you know, screw it, like we need a break because we like both lived in Brighton, they lived in Brighton constantly seeing them. So we've we thought, you know, screw it, let's go to Budapest, like to go for a little like lads like girls trip kind of what happens in Budapest, stays in Budapest, kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah and have you been
1: yeah yeah i love budapest
2: yeah so you know budapest is the place that it's let let rip do you know what i mean it's kind of
1: yeah it's pretty wild
2: weird and wonderful and Mm -hmm. wild and like you know clubs in broken down car parks and demolished Mm -hmm. buildings and stuff it's kind of like everything seems like a little bit of a Mandy trip do you know what I mean yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: um (laughs) (laughs) so we were sort of we flew over and and on our first night we we went over for like eight days right and it was completely you know on our first night we went into this club called Instant and you know like in movies right where you you walk in and you pay your money on the door and it's some big guy in a leather jacket, Mm -hmm. like stereotypical security guy, right? Mm. Open the door and then it's like instant techno music and you're right on the dance floor. So you've got a sieve. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I felt like I was on like a Bond movie where he's trying to find the killer. Like... It was just, it was just me about to murder the dance floor. Like, oh,
1: <laughs> what a one-liner!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh <Good, but>, uh, <laughs> we went through, we went and got a drink, then came back in. And- and we were on the dance floor. We were there for, like, five minutes. Mm. And uh, next minute, right, I sort of spotted these two guys who were sort of, like, sort of circling as, like, vultures, as if we were the prey, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, normally you have, like, a code when you're out. It's, like, just two of us, like you know say no to everyone stick together yeah here's mine and aggie's friendship is you know we've got this saying being like shag's a shag if someone gets a shag the other one's got to be all right with it and you just do what you've got to do
1: you do what you got to do especially if you're going through a little breakup and you've got a little broken heart there yeah and
2: you're in buddha do you know what i mean the city of yeah. dreams <laughs> so we were like we were sitting there and and these two guys were circling us. naturally one of them Looked like he walked off of an Abercrombie and Fitch billboard. Oh, stunning! The other one, however, looks like he walked off a of McDonald's billboard. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh god, here it goes." Like, me and Aggie are both looking for it, but like, you know, Aggie was looking extra fine this night. Yeah, she had this like new holiday breakup romance glow to her. The
1: glow. And
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> And um, so I was like, the good looking one is obviously about to sweep in for Axe, And lo and behold, they both walk towards. He starts talking to her. I'm left with bloody McDonald's. and um,
1: <laughs> Ronald <laughs> McDonald. sitting
2: there talking, like, <laughs> 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 sitting there talking, trying to, like, have this discussion. And, and I was like, she's got nothing to say to you. Like, no. it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So then they walk off and then Axe like, walks over like, oh, my God. And I was like, come on. Say those three words. And she was like, what three words? And I was like, "Shag a shag. or was that, like, I'll see you later. Don't worry. She was like, no, Luke, he's asked if you're single. I was <gasps> like, hang on, come again. Let's spat out my vodka lemonade oh my back gosh. into the
1: glass. <laughs> Whilst he was being shy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kind of like like just asking what's what do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. not asking for my whatsapp but just asking what's what Mm -hmm. she was like yeah he wants to buy you a drink like he's asked if we'd go out into the into the tent and did you go to instant
1: yeah yeah I went there it's amazing it's got all different rooms it's got like a blink 182 room it's got like the 80s room it's got a like a techno room it's insane and
2: then you Mm. and then you go out the back and it's got like the circus tent Mm. Yeah, it's bloody huge. Like, 101%, one of my favourite clubs in Buda. So we went out back, started talking to him. Anyway, this guy, right, just imagine, right, you're on your first night, you've broken up with Mm -hmm. quite a good-looking guy, and you're like, never going to top it, right? This guy, I'm sitting talking to him after he's just bought me a drink, right? Guess what his job is? What's his job? So he's currently training to be an astronaut.
1: So he's a spaceman.
2: (laughs) spaceman get a grip he's a spaceman tell me all the stars (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this bitch right was going to he was going to oxford and he was in fact on the oxford swimming team oh and so the reason why him and his friends were there was because they were all training for hold
0: up
2: I don't know. What do swimmers do? Like swimming nationals? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But okay. anyway, he's studying astrophysics. But obviously Budapest has got all their pools and stuff there, don't they? He had basically flown all of his friends out so that they can have like a little holiday. Okay. His friend, McDonald's, Aggie, and actually ended up really getting along with. So then over the ne- over the course of this next seven days... All of mine and Aggie's list of plans that we had made were complete railroaded. Because instead, my new Prince Charming had written me on one-way guide to Budapest. All the best spots, the best stops, go swimming in. Because this guy paid for everything, right? (laughs) We would, like, get up in the morning and be like, oh, there's a car booked. Like, this is where we're going. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Babe, I felt like a complete princess. I was like disney when am i gonna get my contract
1: yeah i love that
2: but anyway he was like your classic prince charming build like you know swishy hairs like great to run your fingers through and we just had the most incredible week where it was kind of like you know just it was wild and then it gets round to like the night before we leave
1: so you're actually really liking this guy he's really liking you you're thinking it's kind of going somewhere and it's got it's got legs yeah
2: i was like i was like because the other thing he lived he obviously he went to a london private school mm-hmm. he's got a flat in chelsea mm-hmm. this is my one way ticket to like
1: yeah having the good freedom.
2: life i was <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm out. I'm like I've already I've already booked my flight out of Brighton. I'm i I'm moving <laughs>
1: Flying up to London in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that. I was
2: like full blown already.
1: Yeah, so planning your future together and stuff. So then then you're out the last night before you left and then and then what happened with this guy?
2: Yeah, so then he was like, come meet all my friends. So then we went into this bar, what is it called?
1: Simplicut.
2: Simplicut, yeah. Right. God, read my mind. <laughs> I walked over to him and said, like, hi Hiya, yeah. he was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa like stood up he was like let me just take you over here and like guided me off to a table on my own he was like <laughs> look he was like how you doing how have you been he was like oh Alex, he was like you can go sit at the table if mm. you like and he was like I've just got something that I need to talk to Luke oh about God. and I looked at Aggie and I was like wait what so he like sits us down and he's like he kept on trying to back out of like speaking about it all together and I was like right this is where it's about to go down do you know what I something mean
1: something big's coming um, yeah
2: yeah, exactly. I was like, You're you're trying to sweeten me up. So then he was like he was like, Look, he was like, I'd absolutely love this weekend. He was like, I've completely run away with it. He was like he was like, It's completely taken me off my studying and my swimming. He was like, but I wouldn't change it for the world. He was like, But I've got something to tell you And I was like, Oh, what is it? I was like, Come on, hit me with it. He was like, I do have a girlfriend I was like, Wait what?
0: Oh my god
2: your girlfriend better not be the one who's teaching you those tricks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) oh my God. I was like, like, oh my God, like, and I was like, oh, like, shock horror. Like, of course it is. Like, Abercrombie has got a girlfriend. Yeah. He was like, but we have broken up. He was like, so here's the difference. He was like, I really want to make things work with you. He was like, we tried it one more time. And I was like, oh, look, like, where is she back home? And he was like, oh no, she's actually here. (laughs) I was like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah, she's in Budapest. She's been here this whole time.
1: She's over there."
2: And I was like, "Wait, right? You say it, right?" I was like, "Shut!" I was like, you're I was like, "Where's your girlfriend? Think you've been this whole time?" He was like, "Yeah." He just thinks I've been doing loads of extra swimming lessons. He was like, "But," he was like, "I've told her today, right?" I know, cheat and prick. He was like, "I've told her." He was like, "I've told her today. Like she knows about you." she wants to meet you and I was like there is no <laughs> chance right I was like there is no way on god's green earth that I'm oh meeting your girlfriend you've spent this like last eight days with me he was like I came out as bisexual I started sleeping with guys we broke up I broke up with her and then we've we've come out here trying to let go- another go I've met you on our third day your first day he was like and I know she's not the one for me. He was oh like, Oh, God. If you dare say, I feel like you could be the one. He was like, God, he was like, he was like Do you feel it too? And I was like, No. <laughs> no, <laughs> you've
1: like, just been cheating on your like, girlfriend my, with my your little, week.
2: My little spaceman, you've just given me the world and taken the carpet out from under my feet, right?
1: Oh, my God.
2: Uh, he was like, would you, would you please come over and just speak to her? He was like, I'm really interested. So she
1: was there in the bar.
2: Babes, there in the bar behind oh. him. And I was like, look. And then he sweet talked to me. And I was like, do you know what? Fine. Fine, fine. I'll do it. I was like, I'm going to have like 15 minutes. And then I'll I'll do it. I'll come over. I was like, just oh point God. her out to me. He was like, oh, her, her name's Charlotte. I've told her you're a hairdresser. Just comment on her hair. She'll love you. I was like, which one is she? He was like, oh, she's the blonde one. And then I was like, I was like, oh, why she got a walking stick? He was like, oh, no, no, that's her sight stick. She's blind, right? Oh. This this guy has been dating me this whole time because the girl can't even see me. Right? <laughs> he doesn't. he been know. there half
0: the time. <laughs> uh, what
2: buddy, a bastard! still to this day. Four years on, I've never oh. been more mortified in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was so he's just awful. been, he doesn't even
1: need to go behind her back, he can go in front of her face. No, he can
2: go right in front of her face.
1: Oh my god, what a bastard! I know. So I was like, I
2: was like, I was like, Oliver, Ronald, mm-hmm. I'm done. I was like, yeah. please remove yourselves from this 4 seat table. <laughs> Um, So then, like, for the rest of the night, he kept on sending over, like, bottles and stuff like that.
1: (laughs) You're like, I don't want them, but I will drink them. Thank you. (laughs) Imagine, I've
2: just lost out on an astronaut.
1: Luke, you were about to go to the moon.
2: Babe, I was gonna be the first gay to step on the moon. Wow. Move only I mean I'm sure
1: that there was gay astronauts in the past. Like who else would want to spend a lot of all that time up there alone with other men, right? What else were they doing?
2: I know. <laughs> Babe, anti-gravity.
1: Anti- Nothing's hurt anti-gra- up there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do whatever you want up there. <laughs> Slip and fly, Oh man. my god. <laughs>
1: Go this. <laughs> <laughs> There's all this talk of holiday romance. It's reminded me of, um, we're in, we're in Malta this year. So me, Sam and Dan, who've both featured on the podcast yeah. before, um, yeah, I mean, I've had I've had a lot of holiday romances in my time. Babe,
2: I mean, you're a wayfaring traveler, like
1: I know. I love doing a little bit of traveling, and I always end up, yeah, getting getting my heart broken by the end of the holiday and getting the post holiday blues from a little little summer boyfriend and that sort of thing. So it's not
2: crying over being home; it's crying over the lost boyfriends,
1: exactly. And I was on Hinge in Malta this year and matched with a guy, and we were talking and that kind of thing, and he had like a yellow hat on in all of his photos. <sighs> Then I went up to the bar and I see at the end of the bar, there's this guy leaning against the bar with a yellow hat on. I'm Shut like, surely up. not. And I got the drinks and I like looked down and covered my face and ran back to the <laughs> deck chairs right at this outdoor beach club. And I was like, Sam, Dad, I think my hinge match is right there. <laughs> and they look over and we're looking at the phone, looking at this guy. we're like, that's the guy. So then I messaged him and I said, I can see you. <laughs> I said, I can see you. And he was like, come over and say hi. We had a little impromptu date in the beach club. And at this point I was still drinking. So I literally, I think I just necked a glass of wine and had two shots of vodka. So I was, wasn't feeling so nervous, especially because I was by the pool in my bikini. And I, I went over and we had, had a little date and Sam and Dan were just pissing themselves sitting over at the deck chairs just laughing at watching me in action like having my date and yeah we ended up coming out with us that night we had a great time but it was just a little impromptu day
2: babe I love that
1: yeah and speaking of cheating as well in holiday romances I have an anonymous submission of a story that um I'll read out so The story goes, I met a guy in Croatia at the start of a four-month trip and we kissed but didn't do anything else, just talked every day the whole time I was travelling. So this person was travelling around Europe and so was the other guy that um, she met up with. And then... When I went to visit him at the end of the trip, we slept together and afterwards and after they'd been talking every day, he let me know he was in love with a girl he'd met a week before me in Croatia from the start of the trip and she was now his girlfriend and they were doing long distance with him flying to see her in Estonia the next week. So I think it's just such a classic cliche, people cheating on holidays because you get swept away by the romance and the idea of it all being so... A, so far away from everything you're used to. I think people just get so. Well, it's that
2: idea that it's far away from reality, isn't it? As well, because it's kind of like you know, you know, it's like why did I say like what happens in Malia stays mm-hmm. in Malia, like or like you know any other country for that matter. Like it's like
1: exactly, and that's how people feel. But then um, I know with with my ex, he went on a, a lad's trip to Italy, and I'm sure they had a great time at the time. But then he comes home, and all comes crashing down to earth. When I'm like what have you been doing where have you been and it turns out he he had cheated on me while he was over there it's like is it fun now no <laughs>
2: Probably not when you see your fire Instagram. Do you know what
1: I mean? That's got a heart, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Um, well, this this brings us to our our left on red segment, which which we call it left on red because when you do get left on Reddit, it has you questioning everything about yourself and your universe and um, yeah, and who you are. So we've got a few submissions of questions from listeners, which I thought we could we could have a chat about because obviously both of us are well versed yeah. in the in the space Idiot. of holiday. Romances, so
2: Space, God, astronauts. Space, <laughs> triggered, space,
1: uh, spaceman, triggered. I'm triggered.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Well, so our first one, um, our first question is, do you think we catch feelings quicker in a holiday romance? And so I had a little story that um, goes along with this one. And so this one also happened mm. in Budapest with um, for me. And it was this lovely older guy. I think he was like 38. Let's just call him um Hang on, I have to give him a fake name. Let's call him Ollie. Um, and- Ollie,
2: that was the name of my one base.
1: Oh God, was that a fake name? Don't don't answer that. <laughs> okay, let's let's-, <laughs> let's call him Ollie. That's what I've got. In a so we'll call him Ollie. But yeah, he um because he was working in the hostel, he was just lovely. This Welsh guy, like he'd always get so drunk that he would just forget how to speak English and only be able to speak in Welsh. <laughs> and-, and
2: and it was Welsh is English.
1: No, like. Proper Welsh, like, you know how they say popty ping instead of microwave and like. They, you know, <laughs> like they say full-on Welsh. <laughs> he couldn't speak English anymore, so he'd get so pissed he'd just be speaking in Welsh. <laughs> the only thing he could say was kutch, which is like a hug, and he'd just keep hugging me and stuff.
2: we used to say that in Brighton, like, you've got a kutch for me.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, in terms of catching feelings quicker, like, I think because we hung out every day, I sort of thought, like, I was just falling for him so fast and... Mm you just hang on to every little thing they say like he'd come into my room at night and be like oh we're not allowed to stay in the rooms with guests because you know it's kind of against the rules and we don't want to get in trouble with like you know anyone saying we're doing things or putting pressure on them or whatever so and stuff like that because like I just wanted to say good night and like you just know with people working in hostels that they just shag everything that moves and it's all like you're not special but I was just Oh God, honestly, and I was just so infatuated with him. And then I got home, I'm like, "What is wrong with me? Like, why was I getting feelings for this person?" It's so random. Me, me
2: and you having a little five minute romance. Oh, here.
1: honestly, But like mad, I'm in love.
2: I don't know. Like, I think, I think a hundred percent. I think, I mean, we were already, already the kind to of fall in love over after two minutes yeah. anyway. But <laughs> it? they didn't even have to say hi to us for us to be, uh, know. you know, walking down the aisle. <laughs> But I think I think yeah, you know, it touches on what we were saying earlier. Like I think because it's that aspect where it's it's not real yeah. life. It's not you know, you know, you haven't you know, you can touch on like what your jobs mm. are and what your your personality is, and you know, like when you're on holiday, you've got you've got an end date. Yeah. like you've got the
1: end date. Yeah, you've got
2: you've got a flight out of there. So it's like it's like you're always going to fall in love more because. That fairy tale's already had its ending. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that fairy tale's already had its ending.
2: It's kind of like something subliminally. Like, you know, you know it's going to come to an end. So why not make it the most heartbreaking romance you've ever had?
1: Yeah, and I think you um, you thrust yourself into it fully because you know there is an end date, so it's sort of there's no going too fast because mm. it's all gonna it's all gonna end so quickly.
2: Right, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I know it's a fictional movie, but right, <laughs> she to goes run run. to Rome, falls in love with a <laughs> pop star. <laughs> yeah, falls in love mm. with a pop star. She's going riding around on these like mini mopeds, which I think is so true for like holidays because you just do. You meet locals next minute. You're on their moped riding around the city and then you're up on stage in front of thousands of people singing this is what dreams are made of.
1: I mean it happens to everyone, doesn't it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I think like with my lovely astronaut I was definitely picking like colour schemes for our wedding and how many kids we're going to have.
1: 100%. Totally. And I think that brings us to the next question that someone's asked is, is it love or is it just lust? And I think um, I've got another story, classic, um, of a guy I met in Mm -hmm. Montpellier um, last year on a work trip and it, I ended up extending the work trip. I was there with a friend as well. And um, and he. I think there was a little bit of like lost in translation sort of thing because his English wasn't the best, but he, he kept saying, I love you. He kept saying, I love you. I love you so much. And I'm like, I don't think you love me. Like we've met two days ago, but I think to him he was trying to say like, I like you romantically but he's saying I love you I love you and like he was gorgeous and fit and everything and and I'm thinking is it love or is it lust and I'm just like it's never going to work in the real world it's just sometimes there's so yeah the whole idea you get wrapped up in it
2: and it's that because you get wrapped up in it right you're you're your head's deep in a fairy tale but Mm -hmm. right you haven't you know there's an ending but you're not not quite sure of Mm -hmm. when and where. Mm But it's for that reason that I think in the in the moment you probably see it as love, and it's like mm. bloody hell! Like all my friends know me for gay for saying like, oh my god, I'm in love, oh my like, gosh, and everyone's like, I Say it. who with now? <laughs>
1: like- yeah, and I think as well, like um, it's it's all subjective, isn't it? So when you're in a situation, it can feel like the whole world and your world's kind of just shrunk to that tiny little holiday where everything's good, and mm. you just wake up every day and have breakfast at midday, and you have crepes every day, and you have a fresh orange juice, and then you go yeah. and get pissed, and then. It's all just a lovely dream, and it's sort of like if that is your little universe at that time, then it just seems like it just seems like such a massive part of your life. And as soon as you leave, you're like give a little head shake, like whoa, what the hell was that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, because I I don't think like you know reality hits Mm. until until you get home Mm -hmm. because it's like I think that's what makes traveling so addictive, Mm. like. I mean look at you, how many years were you supposed to be here and now uh, you've been here forever? Haven't you? Oh,
1: yeah, I've been here for four years now. <laughs> <laughs> sure and then this one I guess is directed more at you would you ever meet a holiday romance post holiday so for me I don't think I've ever met a holiday romance post holiday I'm trying to think um there was one guy who (laughs) there was one guy this is so funny um he messaged me about the podcast he's like you're doing really well I really like the podcast I'm enjoying listening to it and that and I'm looking at his photos. I'm like oh you're quite gorgeous you're quite fit and this was before I was dating my housemate but I was thinking I was thinking oh this is great Mads World is you know sorting me out with the hot boys and then he's like you don't remember me do you and I was like no and he was like he was like uh, you stayed over at my house when you came to Wales two years ago. And I was like, what? Was like, we spent the whole evening together. We met at Bingo Lingo. I met your friend, Amy. I was like, I don't even remember you.
2: Hang on. Can we just, can we just <laughs> touch on the fact that you're going to Bingo Lingo? Please, <laughs> is this a bingo night?
1: Yeah, it was like a big old bingo night in a hall with like tables. It was, Carty, it was amazing. Matt's
2: World is going to bingo nights and picking up Welsh boys. Honestly. I am here for this.
1: <laughs> it was an amazing. I remember remember the night don't remember this bloke and I mean he's probably <laughs> listening to this now if you're out there hello um, I'm sorry yeah. I don't know who you are
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know I think like you know touching on my lovely space man yeah when I first got back like after the holiday he was and he got back like a week later yeah. he was ringing me and stuff and I think because in that instance I was still weirded out I was still a little bit mm. like yeah. Now it's been a couple of years, I probably would meet him because, yeah. you know, I've spent that week with him and he, I think he's a hoop. Like, yeah. obviously, you've got to see now that we're in our own actual reality and we're back home, like, that's where it's like, you know, I was saying, like, it might not continue as a fairy tale because we yeah. are not in this sort of like airy fairy mindset.
1: It's so much more real. Yeah,
2: I might work too hard. He might work too hard. Or you just might not click as much as you would in unknown territory. Yeah,
1: and I think on on um, programs like Love Island and stuff, that's so so re- relevant because you know they have the romance mm-hmm. and the holiday. There's no outer influences or anything, and that's why so many of those like manufactured and artificial relationships don't actually work out in real life because they they don't have any of those other those uh, other factors affecting. The them. thing that
2: I I love about like natural dating and, and also like dating like on holiday, like it's organic. You've got you've got a mm. organic, natural mm-hmm. attraction to someone. Do you know what I mean? Like and that's mm. uh, that's why I yeah, hate yeah. dating apps. Like I'm not really a dating app kind of guy.
1: It is so manufactured on there, isn't it? It's so not natural and it's just for a little bit forced sometimes. So I think you're either a dating app person or you're not to be honest.
2: You know, it's twenty twenty one. You know, we'll see, like I'm gonna have to start it's the new it's the new way as soon as we're not gonna be able to be I'll say this here in a -A GAY in Soho like grinding on
1: randomness to oh, get the numbers. seriously, it's so <laughs> sad, isn't it? I'm so glad I've got my little boyfriend now I just have to worry about grinding on randomness for the moment. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, this ties us over nicely as well to our next question. So can it ever be something more? So you were saying you would meet up with um, with someone you had a holiday romance with. And yeah. So I have a couple of friends that have met guys overseas. Yeah. So last year in Bali, one of my friends um, met a guy from England over there and She was convinced that 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 was a a situation where she felt like she was in love and, um, and felt like a real connection and stuff and then ended up flying mm. over to Vietnam the following year to meet up with him so um yeah like I definitely think a romance can be something more and, and our lovely Zaya who was on the podcast um in episode seven oh
2: god love of my life she
1: was actually on holiday in Miami and we're gonna do an episode about this soon about unlikely romances and she matched with she was on a family holiday in Miami and she matched with Matthew her current boyfriend in Miami and he was on a family holiday and there was definitely May
2: shout out to the big guns yeah
1: she she ended up sneak they ended up sneaking out together and and hanging out and now they've been dating solidly for a couple of years so so yeah do you think it can ever be something more than a holiday romance I think,
2: yeah I do think it can be more because that you could get home and that that whether it's lust or love you know it's like the fight or flight syndrome, yeah. isn't it? it's kind of like your body craves something from people. So if you get home and it's like, oh, my God, like I've got to see you again, mm. it's like a yearning, isn't it?
1: Totally. And I think as well um, just having that, as you said, like that organic connection with someone that, you know, if it's not artificially created through dating apps or through a situation where you're forced together and stuff, you um, uh, yeah, it can be it can be something really special, and I think that's why. Yeah, I know I keep talking about my boyfriend; I'm super excited about it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's why why that's worked out so well because it's sort of just like we became such good mates first, and it sort of unfolded really naturally. So yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. If you if you kind of build a connection with someone and um yeah have that have those natural relationships, that's really important. And, and I-
2: especially if like whilst you're on holiday, they're like the best track you've ever had in your life. Yeah. Like, who doesn't eat a bar of chocolate again that they've loved before?
1: Oh, Luke, that is a stunning quote. That's going straight on the social media. Up to this. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I think, And I think that's why so many people, I mean, especially women, I'm not sure about gay men. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong, but, yeah, if you sleep with someone and it's just like magical and amazing and wonderful, it just like heightens all of your feelings and emotions. I mean, some people can get instantly turned off and grossed out. But, gay world is
2: the worst ones for sleeping mm-hmm. with exes and, and pass things because it's it's not easy like they're easy but it it's yeah. easy like you know it. It is you skip all that awkwardness. It's almost like when you're when you're hooking up with an ex it's like it's, it's like it's a holiday romance
1: because it's got this ending to it 100% and i think as well um in that same breath it's like the holiday romance that you've had they come alongside all of those happy memories of being on holiday and being happy and being free and eating what you want and going out and yeah they bring that with them when when you're back with them <laughs> yeah so i guess that that sort of comfort comes with it the same way that when you're sleeping yeah with an ex or whatever it is well that was our last question submitted from every- Everyone out there listening, and thank you very much for everyone for submitting those. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining the show, Luke. I just wanted to know, is there a a note you wanted to leave it on or something you wanted to say to everyone before we wrap up?
2: I guess when it comes to holiday romances, just be careful, you know, the Abercrombie and Fitches of the world. Sometimes a a dude can be so sketchy that he looks like a portrait, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than that, you know, I just think you're doing a great job when it comes to this. It's certainly... It's definitely my favorite thing to be listening to at every oh, moment of the story.
1: Thanks, Lukey. Yeah, I think um one of the main lessons we've one of the main lessons we've learnt from from everybody's stories is just trust your gut. And so I guess if something seems too good to be true, it probably yeah. is. Except when it comes to my boyfriend.
2: Yes! <laughs> that and already eaten chocolate bars.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That was a stunning little quote. I'm going to di- I'm gonna have to dig that one out. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining the show and I'll chat to you soon.
2: Yeah, speak to you soon. Let's love.
1: I hope you enjoyed my chat with the lovely Luke. Please do let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 if you've got any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps. Peace.